Oh, jeez. Say hi to Dildo's wagon. Hello. What the f*** is that? <laughs> Denmark. And hello. Welcome to the pod. This is, of course, the... My name's Matt, Matt Hayes, and joining me on the other line, he's really smart and funny, Bob Panalone. Hey, I'm really funny, you guys. Get over it. Get over it. But seriously. We're really smart and funny. They are geniuses, Mr. Hayes. This was I've a- been waiting almost a full week to sell it to you. I know. We're, we're a little, little late on the pod this week, but uh, yeah, last week's episode of South Park was episode five, uh, Douche in a Danish. So, you know, I'm standing there in line, and you know what I do? <laughs> I stick my finger in this chick's asshole. She turns to me and says, hey, aren't you that guy that's running for president? I say, yeah. She says, why you got your finger in my ass? I said, I'm just keeping it warm, honey, because that chick next to you is way hotter and I'm going to stick it in her clam. (laughs) Yeah, let's make America great again. No dude wants his finger in some ugly bitch's ass. You gotta be careful though, it's only about half an inch away. You know, that asshole in that clam. So you gotta be careful, right, dudes? Oh, oh, where are you going? You leaving? I'm sorry, did I offend you? Where did I lose you, honey? So you've been okay with the f everyone to death, all the Muslim and Mexican shit, but fingers in the ass did it for you? Cool, just wanted to see where your line was. Oh yeah, look, I guess some more broads are leaving. Oh geez, you were so on board, I can't believe I let that little offensive mark slip. Poor girls. Did you get your feelings hurt after cheering for f- all the immigrants? Jeez, I'm sorry, jeez. <laughs> jeez. I'm sorry, jeez. Oh, man. Mr. Garrett, well, for, all right, let me ask you this right away. Tell me that reminded you of a certain well, someone's it is, stand-up. It is amazing that we <laughs> started our podcast wanting to talk about <laughs> South Park, but having to wait and so in the meantime we filled it with the Andrew Dice Clay show uh-huh. and then in this same calendar year South Park makes direct reference to the goat the greatest comedian of all time yeah. the headline yeah. man the headline guy and also one of his finest bits he's ever done so uh, hot pod this week a crossover episode Andrew Dice Clay meets South Park uh, in a brilliant uh, reference and also uh critique of the current political landscape it's just this perfect circle of comedy uh mr garrison as the trump douche character has pretty much uh assigned himself to a stand-up routine which is so indicative and accurate of what's happening oh my god (laughs) dude when it happened when it was happening when when he he started off and he's doing a stand-up and it looks like he's you know the setup he looks like uh uh, the douche is, all- is doing and, and it looks like a stand-up routine and then he's got the cigarette and it's like okay funny and then he starts to meander into the dice material well, I stood you know, up like it was a sporting event and my the player was running for the end zone I was like I cannot believe this is happening <laughs> I stood well, up I was like cheering I could not believe it it was yeah. so perfect for me in my life it was yeah, amazing now, now this was the preview for the episode that South Park released on television as, you know, a promos and also on Facebook. I, I sent you the clip. I'm not sure you watched it. I did. I did watch that. But it didn't have uh, the whole, like, yeah, I'm in line at the Yeah, it didn't have the, the whole thing. No, which was the opening line, which was almost verbatim, so I'm in line at the bank. But in this Got one, it's... So finger, I'm, so not I'm, tongue. 
<laughs> subs. But so Mr. Garrison was standing in line at the airport. That was the difference. But uh, pretty much, because you know, there's licensing, and you know, they would have had to pay oh, yeah. dice. Uh, yeah, but, you know, exactly. They, they parodied enough to, uh, you know, free themselves of that. The South Park legal team is a hardworking bunch. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But they just they just gave the true fans enough of an essence to really oh, appreciate the reference. And it no was perfect. truer fan it's... of both than yeah. the two of us. Garrison gets out there doing a dice clay routine, and then that's what really turns the campaign sour, and he loses the fan base. Um, and just because his initial stuff is just going off of what Trump's been saying this whole time, like, oh my god, dude. oh you were cool and fuck all the immigrants to death, but uh, but yeah, fingers in the asshole. Just want to see where your line was. Oh, it's such a great line. This is great. this is one of my favorite episodes of all time. I'm gonna lock this in right now. This is so beautiful, and it's not uh, again. It's not a, the most hilarious one I've ever seen, but the, the everything that involved, especially the dice putting it over the top, this was an amazing episode. Uh, right out of the gate, we get off to a strong start. This is definitely the funniest episode of this season so far. Um, I, I, I guess I have a hard time saying if it's gonna be one of the best of all time, just because of the nature of the. Um, the continuity of the season where it's all so serialized and it kind of is like the season as a whole. And uh, this one, this one stands out a little bit um, just be, uh, just because it was so much funnier, but um, yeah, it doesn't really have, I mean, just because of the serialization, it doesn't have quite the uniqueness um, of some of the standalone greats, but I will put it up there for sure. Yeah. Yeah. you, You almost, it won't be able to be watched in, five or six years and not have the the references and everything to the entire season. So you're right that it won't, you can't just well, watch it and enjoy it without kind of knowing the momentum leading into the episode. Exactly. But the fact that the, he, the fact that it's Mr. Garrison doing a Andrew Dice Clay impression is enough for me to watch that several times. Yeah. So great. I mean, okay. Yeah. You don't, if you take it out of context without the previous four episodes, it, it loses a little bit, but, um, um, yeah, so all right, I think we're in agreement. It's the best episode so far of the season. Um, oh my gosh, dude! Oh my gosh, it was. Let <sighs> let's uh, let's take it from here, and uh, I want I want I want to see. Let's chart the laughs. Let's a new go segment. Down. A new segment. Chart the new laughs. segment. Chart the laughs in South Park. Um, yeah, I got. We'll we'll start off with the Garrison stand-up. We've covered that. What was your next uh, moment you chuckled at? Cartman. In a showdown, the the winners out on the playground was was my or excuse me not Cartman um uh, Butters in his in uh-huh. his showdown uh, on the that was my first uh, pretty good laugh. <laughs> it's like the boys and girls are facing off yet again. There uh, there's a um, a fight circle around Butters and um, some other girl, and he's just standing there with his dick out. <laughs> fist raised screaming at her and yeah she won't engage him in in a fight until he pulls his pants until he puts his pants back on uh that was a good one um and then after that i would say cartman and heidi's uh danish for the danish um song and dance routine uh was my next one and that, that but that was um that was actually followed a different laugh where great laugh where Cartman and Heidi are in front of the school trying to pitch the fundraiser uh, so they could stop trolling and they, they get into that like real close whisper babe conversation yeah the the sickeningly sweet um, uh, 
just couples talk. And then Bebe just pukes all over herself yeah. in, in the stands. Well, my whole thing with Carmen is like I've I've seen a lot of uh, write ups and reviews where like God, when is he gonna become like the you know the evil Carmen? Like why why are they spending so much time like with him and the this girlfriend? I'm like, well, come on, you don't want to see the exact same thing over and over, over and over I do, again. Yeah, they, you don't want to do the I, paint by numbers. I do think he's playing a long game, and uh, but whether or not there's a payoff for that, I'm not that concerned about it. I think what they're doing right now is funny because it's Cartman out of his element, and it's it's funny. It's uh, you know the, we we bring back Ski, Ski, uh, which is a, a Cartman um, phrase, and then yeah, just like his his insisting on introducing his girlfriend as the smart and funny Heidi, and oh you know and my baby like remember you had that idea and it was like really funny and. Yeah, you know, just like, like you know, you said it like way funnier before. Yeah, say, <laughs> just say like, one more time like that. Really, really funny. Oh, oh, no, oh, babe, oh, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, if I wait, what? Is, oh, yeah, we we are Denny's, and yeah, we we were eating that thing. <laughs> no, that's great. Yeah, it is what it is. It's it's all it needs to be. Yeah, it's it, these two people who have quit Twitter, and it's just like making fun of the how the couples speak. You know, when you're you're in a couple and you have your, like your own little vernacular and this is like god this is so gross yeah I, uh, and that's the that's what makes south park is good is that they they aren't complacent in their carry their character stereotypes and they'll have their mm-hmm. characters step out a little bit um within the the realm of the world they've created and i yeah i don't i don't get why people i want to say i want carbon to do the same shit he does in every season no this is fine this is good i i I'm enjoying it. And again, it's not like hilarity, but based on what they've established this season, this is the best way to use him. Like if it got yeah. to another like Cartman against the world and like Kyle has to come in and give the great speech. And uh, that's that's kind of a point that I had read as well is that like the South Park used to be, you know, you had you, you had whatever premise they were and whatever theme. And then at the end, Cartman or uh, Kyle would step out or Stan would step out and basically summarize the entire point that they were trying to make. And that was the end of episode. And now that isn't necessarily the case. And that the basically, like you said, the long game, the season is going to be have a summary but there's not an individual moment where they're going to give you a summary of the point they're making and you're the point keeps evolving throughout uh Mm -hmm. the course of the season well i think it was a few episodes ago wiener's out where uh, you thought for a minute we were going to get that kyle speech again uh and then he's like i've decided there's only one thing to do and he just whips his dick out (laughs) yeah 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 Uh, and, I mean, they've had characters blast Kyle for doing that for so long. I mean, it used to be Stan and Kyle, you know, who were like, I've learned something today. And then it became kind of Kyle became the moral compass. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and then they just ripped him so hard for these speeches, uh, I think, last season. And then so He's they like, I don't want to listen to one other stupid-ass speech, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I totally – and, again, I kind of like the speeches too. And, it, you know, and it gave you the it, – it would, it would wrap it up in a nice box for you. But the in, the audience is intelligent enough. They respect the audience enough to not well, – you don't need that necessarily right now. Yeah, well, and Trey and Matt are just so great at self-critiques and, like, kind of like the, the meta – uh, like just they're critiquing so aware their own themselves. work. Yeah, and they're even so that, self-aware. That brings me back to the point when they were doing cartoon wars, and it was uh them versus um that them versus Family Guy, and the, the guy pulls up in the truck, and he's like, you know, I like Family Guy, and it's simple, but Lisa doesn't get too preachy and up its own asses, and <laughs> he's basically it was Matt and Matt and 
trays saying like this is what our show is we are aware of what our show is we you yeah, know we exactly. get that family guy has a place in the world so uh, i thought that was they are so aware they are so definitely aware no, nothing is not nothing is off limits not even their own material yeah which is, which is cool so yeah so great all right, well, let's continue charting the laughs. Uh, the next one up for me, I have written down here. It's a small one, but it's an important callback. The the manager of the airport Hilton. Oh, God. Who, what a great callback. <laughs> who usually deals with Cartman in his ridiculous events. Just want to thank you again for once again choosing the airport Hilton. This yeah, time. We... Coffee, beverages, <laughs> yeah. snacks. The... No, we're fine. We're fine. Leave us alone. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, a creamer? Okay, just give us more creamer. This time, the airport Hilton is home to the uh, trolls, uh, the underground <laughs> tro- or rapist anonymous, as they're posing as. <laughs> oh, God. That was a little and, much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the underground group of trolls. So that got a chuckle for me, and we can dive into that whole storyline in a minute. Uh, but continuing on with the with the laughs, I... Uh, when Mr. Garrison is being chased by the angry mob. So this is where this is where facts separates from fiction where okay everyone was like, "Yeah, it is going to be rigged. Fuck you." But in 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 the show, his supporters like, "Wait a minute, this guy's not even trying. He pulled a fast one on us." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Start a lynch mob and chase him all over town and then to see him try to come back and assume his teacher yeah, role just again teacher, like just... nothing happened. Aren't you running for president? Yeah, yeah. Come on, children. What is? Well, we got a noun and adjectives and adjectives describe nouns and what 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 what, what can else we describe? And then of course Butters goes up there and he's like the bouncy ball. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that was a great bit. I also really enjoyed. If we're still charting, uh, I enjoyed when Gerald and uh, Mister Schwagens get back to the to his house and dildo schwagens is explaining to gerald <laughs> the like the reason why he trolls and it's because his mother was a dwarf and his father she decided to sleep with a giant so that it would offset the the, the dwarf genes and all that gerald yeah. does is just snicker under his breath real quick <laughs> yeah he's just snickering under his breath yeah we get a little backstory on dildo schwagens <laughs> yeah just a little bit uh, right- of his story right right before that was another moment for me where the the ike and gerald uh relationship once again hey i know computers tonight we need uh, all the bandwidth we can get oh say hi to dildo schwagens <laughs> yeah, just <really> introduce <laughs> introduces ike to dildo schwagens whereas you know he told sheila this is like his it guy but like with ike he's just like yep so forthright about everything exactly um yeah so uh the giant the little person speech was great um this was I have a clip from this next part because I want us to hear this. This was the um, can well because there's a whole theme of the episode right where mm-hmm. Gerald is is Luke Skywalker. The uh, oh and that's such a great bit. Oh my they're, god. They're they're bringing in all this the the gradual build of the this weaving in the Star Wars thread. Yes, and they've just been dealing constantly with Star Wars the whole needling. Season. Yeah, but now it's like become a you know they're not going to let it go. They really a direct have a parody. With, yeah. And uh, so the the whole the the trolls are the the rebellion, and uh, and they bring in Skang Hunt Forty Two, who's like you know this master of the force, but he, he's trying to um, kind of um, what um, not live up to that. He's like, no, 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 I'm just Gerald. And I remember in um, in A New Hope when they bring in Luke, and he's like, uh, I, 
I, I, I don't know the force. I'm just, you know, I'm just like a, a, a farm boy. T- yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then, and then we do the whole, um, the roll call of the, um, which is essentially, you know, the X-Wings standing by. And here, let me, uh. We are ready to commence the trashing of Denmark. All trolls report in. Purple-headed Queef Licker standing by. Shagamora standing by. MLK, I'm ready. Anonymous 821 signed in to multiple accounts and standing by. You are fat and dumb standing by. Super sexy Lisa 18 standing by. Your mom's tits standing by. Skank Hut 42 standing by. <laughs> Your mom's tits standing by. I love that. That was my favorite one. Yeah. <laughs> mom's tits standing by. <laughs> big, big fat dump standing by. Uh, purple head. <laughs> Anonymous 342 Pur- logged into multiple accounts. Purple headed queef uh, something standing by. Um, so yeah, love loving the uh, the Star Wars send up of this, and I mean this was kind of up there with the whole Gerald with the listening to Boston uh, uh, jam out where he he's got his glass of red wine again, and everyone the, the all the trolls are checking in as they prepare to uh, launch an assault on Twitter on 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 the Danish people. So, oh man, yeah, I thought that was great. I I loved that the whole theme of that, and I was actually. I was actually convinced that they might throw in um, an actual X-wing guy, maybe like uh, like Porkins or like just a, a random actual uh, like someone actually dressed up like an X-wing. Yeah, exactly. Pilot. Yeah. So my final laugh that I had written down here is uh, Cartman's introduction of Heidi to the Danish people, <laughs> and that exchange of how smart and funny she is. So she has to present the news to the Danish. And, and then they end with, well, if she's so smart and funny, let's hope this girl is as smart and funny as she says. <laughs> However, they do it in the which, Danish voice. Yeah, which definitely leads me to believe that, I mean, do you think Cartman is going to, like, destroy this girl by the end of the season where he's going to expose her as not being smart and funny? Or is this the joke they're playing with right now? I think this is it. I think this is at face value. I think Carmen's in love. I don't think he has ulterior motives. I think that they're going to ride this out, and I think for the rest of this season, he's going to be kind of uh, the puppy dog love couple bit. Yeah, and I would be perfectly okay with that. I, everyone's like, God, when are they going to like bring Carmen back? This, I, I don't, I have no problem. Yeah. So yeah, this is this is this is the bit. Um, so that that, and- that that brought us to the end of the episode. I want to bring it back and let's talk about. Randy. Correct. Who we skipped over a little bit and he plays a, a somewhat important role as the uh the head of this support group for dealing with member berries. We saw Gerald stumble in and uh hey bud, come on in. <laughs> yeah, and this time we get Mr. Garrison Mr. in Garrison. his uh, running from his lynch mob, correct? Yeah. And once again And this this serves as almost what uh, we were talking about with Kyle and Stan and the step out in the purpose of the episode conversations this kind of serves as that and it summarizes kind of to where we are to a point with the season mm-hmm. and brings and you know i kind of i was proud of us because we've been hypothesizing every time they talk about the election the member berries come back and that definitely they go hand in hand and it's and it's described perfectly and with the perfect satire by south park uh-huh and the one thing that I did read online was uh, to, to feed in because, uh, to, to paraphrase, uh, Randy talks about the, the reason why people are supporting Mr. Garrison so much is because his campaign 
um, is a is a throwback or a, a nostalgia to America. And one thing I read was how interesting it is that Trump that Trump's campaign is "Make America Great Again" and not "Make America Great," but like it's "Make America Great Again." Yeah, remember and when America was great? Exactly. And so that's like in and and as Americans like. And to Randy's point, the the civilization has grown so much that we no longer are trying to invent or create new things, and we're just kind of resting on our laurels and like thinking back to uh, the, our great past, and we're we're content in creating anything or doing anything new. Absolutely, and that's why. Yeah, and, and Trump and Trump's campaign pays into that. You know, oh, this was great then. I'm going to bring us back to this, and like you know, instead remember of remember when we trying- felt safe and it, it was just you know white males. <laughs> We didn't have yeah, to worry exactly. about yeah, exactly. And instead of like looking towards the future, it's like you know, make America great again. Which yeah. is it's such a it's such a great observation, such a small detail mm-hmm. that you know they they took and they just they basically to me it seems uh, looked at that campaign slogan and built their whole season around that purpose and you know with with outside you know with with what's been happening in cinema and yeah. and and literature and it's just instead of making new books we're just extending old series and it's 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 such an amazing point like it's so eye-opening yeah and and but also eye-opening about how maybe the force awakens wasn't so great because <laughs> Everyone just blanketly loved it, and I, I watched it twice in theaters. I, I thought it was a lot of fun, uh, which it was. It was fun because it was the it was nostalgic, and they didn't really have to create anything new and kind of uh, have the risk of a new property. You know, they kind of went back to stuff that worked before and brought back Harrison Ford and everyone. I don't know. If you – if the, the big fans of our show, if you go back and listen to the sci-fi episode, that was a criticism that we had brought up uh, almost instantly was that it was the same – the same yeah. kind of thing. And it wasn't it wasn't like we were saying anything incredibly new, but it was just yeah. like, okay, it was all right. They didn't take any chances. They knew what they wanted. Yep. You, know, the, uh, you know, the fan base is happy. Kids I was are a, happy. I was excited for this just because the entire season – I've fallen in love with the Randy Memberberry storyline, as you know, and um, I was waiting to see where it would go. And like, because you know, before when he discovered the the fields of memberberries, and then he had this revelation. Like, I was like, oh, where's he going with this? And then he kind of was just starting the support group. Um, but now it's just he's developed his uh, his theories on what's what's been happening and what's at the root of the problem with society is. J.J. Abrams and uh, yeah. just kind of has chosen to rail on J.J. Abrams for, for kind of bringing uh, uh, unleashing his member berries onto society and, and holding everything back and largely pinning that solely on how good or not The Force Awakens was um, but yeah so I, I was excited to see where we're starting to go with this and, and uh, Randy has with a theory of how the Greeks were the first people to use. Yeah, the Greeks berries. were the first. And so and men- they, they show the grapes. They're not grapes, they're berries. Yeah. You look closely. Every great empire reaches a point where going backward can seem more appealing than forward. When the world is changing so fast, it makes us yearn for the old ways when life seemed simpler. But it doesn't mean those old ideas are good for us now. We have to face one hard reality as a country. The new Star Wars was not as good as everyone thought it was. It may seem fun to go back and recycle the past we loved, 
but we end up with no sustenance. I thought you were gonna explain why people want a guy like me to be president. Well, that's important too, I guess, but it's just a symptom of the same thing. See, when a civilization has become so big, it starts to get lazy. And that's when you get member berries. They're nothing new. They date back all the way to the Roman Empire. Once too many Romans ate the member berries, there was no more growth. They rested on their laurels, just eating and membering all the good stuff. I think those are just grapes. Thought so too, till I zoomed in. Maybe. You see, we all want to go back to when we were kids. Simple ideas like a big man to protect us, keep us safe. Instead of a fresh new Star Wars, we want the old. Just recycled and plopped in our tummies. You almost make it sound like J.J. Abrams is responsible for this entire election. Does this look familiar? There you go. Yeah, so that's Little that's Photoshop. It. Exactly. Uh, make Star Wars great again. The Donald <laughs> Trump hat on J.J. Um, Abrams. Um, so yeah, that storyline starts to come full full force around and... No pun intended. Exactly. So yeah, but just like a really awesome episode. What's great is that yeah they they probably set out to have this plan about well let let's kind of attack Star Wars and but then they kind of let the news of the day just influence how they're taking the season like the whole kneeling during the the national anthem and JJ uh, Abrams restarted it and now just kind of what happens with the debates kind of man dictating what happens with Garrison. So yeah, they kind of had a, a little bit of a plan laid out, I think with Randy and, and member berries and the star Wars, but they've kind of been influenced by what's happening day to day. And it's just amazing to be able to be so open and not be able to change your plans like that. They are of genius as we stated at the beginning. And also just to say it one more time, they did an Andrew Dice Clay reference. <laughs> yeah. And, and that exactly. bit is so niche. It's like it's it – it could barely be recognizable to people. Mm-hmm. I, it's amazing. I mean that's – that whole – so I'm standing in line at the bank. That's track one on the Dice Man Cometh, which I think is – Oh, okay. One. So maybe – yeah. I mean that's his most popular album. But still, we're not here yeah. to talk about Dice. No, we're not. Well, although this is a crossover episode. Um, but anyway, yeah, so new episode this Wednesday as well. Uh, there's a preview up already. Um, Cartman brings in Heidi to talk with Kyle while he's on the bathroom, which we call back to an earlier episode where they do that again. So I think we'll see Cartman and Heidi uh, alliance with Denmark and, and their goal to unearth these trolls, and they get into the fold with that as uh, – as Denmark's gone offline, and so are those two, and it looks like they'll be enlisting the help of Kyle somehow. That's that's all we got. Um, oh, looking forward to it. Yeah, can't wait. But yeah, this was, uh, I'll give a grade, um, uh, man, maybe, a. yeah, 9.0. I'll, uh, I'll jump it up there into 9.0, A range. This is, uh, this is an A, an A episode in, uh, in a, a solid, ever-improving um, season. I think every episode has just gotten more and more interesting with the interweaving of storylines. This one has been the funniest. Uh, and yeah, it's uh, been a lot of fun. And true really to fun. form, it, as it was in the 2012 season, every great South Park episode is followed by a Lions win. So, Trey, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, keep, uh, right. keep turning them out. And it's been a, it's been a pleasure. What uh, do you think we'll see a big election day episode, a la you know the last four and eight yeah. years? Yeah, yeah, we'll probably get one of those in. 
Yeah, I, I don't know if it'll because I don't know if it'll play into their thread. I'm sure it will, um, just because they've been dealing with it so much. But usually, the, these election episodes are, are one-offs and doesn't really affect the storyline of the season, like what they're doing now. So we'll see how they incorporate that. They've definitely set themselves up to include it with uh, Garrison and everything. So I definitely see that as being a possibility. Um, not sure the dates, or maybe they're dark the, um, on November eighth. Um, or whenever that next Wednesday is, but we'll see. So I'm sure that will be a lot of fun. And yeah, looking forward to it. Um, shout out to our friends of the pod, uh, the Lincoln Bar in Venice, uh, Andrew Papa and Bob Hanlon's mom. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> see you next time. Thanks, Mary Kovacs. See you guys next time. And it's been a pleasure. Bye. Bye.